This message comes from NPR sponsor Dana-Farber Cancer Institute, whose scientists played a substantial role in developing more than half the drugs approved by the FDA in the last five years. Dana-Farber Cancer Institute is changing lives everywhere. DanaFarber.org slash everywhere. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Corva Coleman. The U.N.'s top court, the International Court of Justice, is hearing a case that examines Israel's occupation of the Palestinian territories. The hearing will last all week. It was called at the request of the U.N. General Assembly. Israel says this action is, quote, despicable. The Palestinian Authority Foreign Affairs Minister is Riyad al-Maliki. He told the court today that the Israeli occupation is illegal. The only solution consistent with international law is for this illegal occupation to come to an immediate, unconditional and total end. Israeli representatives are not scheduled to speak during these hearings. However, Israel will send written observations. This hearing is a different matter from another case before the same court. There, Israel has been accused of genocide in its attacks on Gaza. Israel condemns that accusation and has opposed the case. Russia has occupied a strategic town in Ukraine's east in its first notable battleground victory in months. NPS Hanna Palomarenko reports from Kyiv Ukrainian troops are low on ammunition and struggled to defend the town. The town of Dievka was a Ukrainian military stronghold for 10 years since Russia first occupied parts of this region in 2014. Last October, Russian troops intensified attacks on the town. The 110th separate mechanized brigade defended it for two years. The brigade shared videos of its soldiers with NPR. One, identified as Oleksiy, who didn't give his full name out of security concerns, described the difficult last days. He says Russian aviation was working even at night, dropping bombs in addition to their troops firing mortars and artillery. Hanna Polomarenko, NPR News, Kyiv. Police in Missouri continued to investigate last week's mass shooting in Kansas City. It came at a Super Bowl victory rally and parade for the NFL's Kansas City Chiefs. One person was killed in the shooting. More than 20 other people were shot. Three victims remain hospitalized. From member station KCUR, Sam Zeff reports that a memorial to the woman who died continues to grow. Gary Egger and his wife added flowers to the memorial that also has candles, balloons, and posters. He says they were at Wednesday's rally, and they're brokenhearted. We were so happy to be able to see the celebration, and then this happened, and uh, it just devastated us. All 11 children wounded during the shootout are out of the hospital and expected to make full recoveries. Police say it was a dispute that led to the shootout between two juveniles, a hearing that will decide whether they're charged as adults is pending. For NPR News, I'm Sam Zeff in Kansas City. The stock market is closed today. You're listening to NPR. Flags in Minnesota have been lowered to half staff today, mourning two police officers and a firefighter who were killed yesterday. They had responded to a domestic disturbance at a home near Minneapolis. An armed man opened fire and killed them. He also injured a third officer. Seven children were taken from the home without physical injury from the incident. The man is dead. The Moroccan Navy says it has rescued a boat on its way to Spain. Miguel Macias reports from Seville, Spain. The interception is the largest that Moroccan authorities have reported this year. 
The Moroccan Royal Navy said it had intercepted 141 people attempting to cross the Atlantic Ocean and reach Spain's Canary Islands. The boat is believed to have departed from Mauritania more than a week ago. The rescue lasted more than 15 hours due to the difficult conditions at sea. Spain's Interior Ministry has reported more than 11,000 arrivals at the Canary Islands as of February 15th this year, a dramatic increase from a year earlier. Boats often come from countries located south of Morocco, such as Senegal and increasingly this year, Mauritania. To address the spike in arrivals, recently the European Union signed a 210 million euro agreement with Mauritania that included funding for migration patrolling. Miguel Macias, NPR News, Seville, Spain. The busiest airport in the world, Dubai International, says passenger traffic increased by nearly a third last year to nearly 87 million people. Officials in the United Arab Emirates say that's more than just before the pandemic was declared. I'm Corva Coleman, NPR News. This message comes from NPR sponsor Mint Mobile. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. So Mint Mobile is offering premium wireless starting at just $15 a month. To get your new phone plan for just $15, go to mintmobile.com/switch.